The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome, everyone. It's a great afternoon to be with all of you, although I am going to say this is a formal request for winter to please leave the Chicago area, the Midwest, and even the Northeast so that we can welcome spring because waking up with a couple of inches on the snow on the, with snow on the ground uh, on April 15th, uh, we're just requesting that with all of the listeners out there. I'm your host, Fima Zanke, and joining me today is Dr. Greg Schulte of Schulte Family Chiropractic in St. Charles, Illinois, my hometown, and uh, someone who I've gotten to know really well over the years, and I, I really, truly respect Dr. Schulte and his practice. Hi, Doc. Hello, Fee. And before I formally introduce our guest and the topic today, I just wanted to share a beautiful boomerang movement story that I received via text. For those of you that don't know uh, and didn't hear our first show, go back and listen to that one because I introduced the boomerang movement. And basically what the boomerang movement is, is really taking the visual of a boomerang, that is throwing out what you want and getting it back to you, using that visual to throw out what you want and being in a place of sharing your goodness, your kindness and your love so that that comes back to you. Most often, what I find in my coaching practice is that people will throw out what they don't want instead of what they do. And so what we're doing here is reversing that process and throwing out what you do want. And this story came, it's a beautiful story that I received via text from my friend Kelly. And she was with her daughter, Kennedy, who was at the grocery store. And Kennedy noticed that there was a man who was sad in the grocery line. And Kennedy, in her wisdom, uh, purposefully got this man's gaze and just said, hey, hi, how are you? And this man, who happened to be very sad, once he connected with Kennedy and saw her enthusiasm and her uh, joy at such a young age, he perked up, he smiled, and they had a really nice conversation in the grocery line. And Kennedy later told her mom that her purpose is to make people feel better. And I 
totally agree with you, Kennedy. And I just want to encourage you and all of our listeners to keep throwing out that boomerang of kindness. And you will definitely continue to see your life's purpose unfold before you in a really, really miraculous way. So let's keep that boomerang movement going strong and be sure to text me or Facebook me or send me an email with any of your boomerang movement stories because they've been coming in and I just want to, that that was the first one that I wanted to share with you. I've had some others and I wanted to share that one because it was from someone that was so young. So we're going to move into our show today and happy tax day, everyone. I'm going to also say happy birthday to my great nephew, Ethan. He's celebrating his birthday today. And for many Americans, today is a day that's filled with anticipation for the last minute filing to occur. And that can cause as we all know, some undue stress. But the good news is is that there's plenty of things to keep stress and other health disorders and common complaints at bay. So today, I'm very happy to uh, introduce to you Dr. Greg Schulte. And uh, in 1996, Greg Schulte left his position as an engineer to pursue his degree as a chiropractor. That's quite a stretch and quite a jump, I would say, and I'm anxious to hear your story. Uh, This decision came after numerous attempts at curing gastroesophageal reflux disease, which is commonly known as GERD. And those attempts failed through the traditional medical route for Dr. Schulte. And by the advice of his mother, yes, sometimes moms do have good advice. I just want to throw that out there. Um, Greg Schulte began seeing a chiropractor and his GERD was cured. And that was 20 years ago, and he has not suffered any symptoms since then. And as a result of seeing these dramatic results when nothing else worked, Greg Schulte became Dr. Greg Schulte and opened up Schulte Family Chiropractic here in St. Charles, Illinois. He's been practicing since 1999 and is also a licensed nutrition practitioner. Practitioner. So today, Dr. Schulte will speak to you and to all of us about how to keep stress from taxing you. I, I do like to have a little bit of fun on words, and so I thought that was kind of a fun t- title. So thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Schulte, and we're really excited to hear about your story moving from that engineer to becoming a chiropractor and a really successful chiropractor here in St. Charles. So let's talk a little bit at first about your decision to go from leaving this engineering position where you traveled quite a bit, you're eating on the road quite a bit, and developed the symptoms of GERD, and going back to school uh, to get your degree as a chiropractor. I know you were married to Leslie, your wonderful wife, Leslie, and I want to know what was going through your mind as you had that conversation with your wife to say, okay, here's going to be a big life change. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, that, that was a huge moment in my life. It was, it was pivotal, pivotal to me. Um, my wife and I we had been seeing this chiropractor. I had had some tremendous health improvements with him. Um, I was really very intrigued being an engineer about how it all worked and did a lot of research. And was really just sitting with this for a period of time and saying, you know what, I love engineering. I love doing what I do, but, you know, my bigger calling in life is helping people. And I'm not able to help people like I truly want to as an engineer. I mean, I'm sure I could have invented something or done something 
and that, but really to be truly hands-on, face-to-face with people on a daily basis. For me, it was it was came down to chiropractic, and because it was natural, which is how I lived my life, um, it was very in alignment with my beliefs. And as I researched more and understood the science of how it worked, um, it just it lined up for me perfectly. Um, my wife and I had many discussions, many many times. Um, my chiropractor actually took her and I out to dinner a couple of times to answer questions we had about that and what the transition was like. Um, I was married for a year at that point in time, so I basically came home one day and said, "Honey, it's time. I'm quitting my job." Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Uh, you're now supporting us uh, <laughs> moving <laughs> forward. And uh, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to become a chiropractor. And she was 100% behind me in it. Um, she was amazing. Um, we pretty much you know, went from the dual income, no kids, to one income, no kids still at the point. And uh, I buried myself in the books and just put my head down and, and had a lot of stress through that time. I mean, it was a very stressful moment. I mean, I thought engineering school was hard. Chiropractic school was harder. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you you and Kennedy had this calling of uh, helping people, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And I know Kennedy. I can see her saying that to that man in line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and what wonderful support that you received from Leslie, uh, you know, especially being an engineer. And, and this is obviously making a 180-degree turnaround. Um, but to get that support from her, and I know Leslie and how she supports you to this day. So, um it's wonderful to have that and certainly necessary in a change as big as that one. Yeah. Now, yeah, definitely. Now, um, I want to know what the feeling was like when you realized that your GERD was cured and, yeah, another plan words there, and it, it hasn't come back in 20 years. I mean, what did that feel like to finally, after um, after all of your attempts at taking, you know, various drugs uh, for the condition and just never really feeling relief um, and never really relieving the symptoms that were coming in. What did that feel like when you realized that it was finally gone? I mean, initially for me, it was almost a feeling of disbelief because I had been dealing with this for almost two years of every day of my life. Yeah. And I never thought it was going to go away. I had thought I had tried everything under the sun. I had been everywhere. I I tried the drugs. I, I did over the counter. I did every home remedy people would recommend to me. Sure. And actually, when I when I got to the point where I you know really woke up one day and realized like wait a minute it's not there anymore it's completely gone and I don't have this burning stabbing sensation in my chest anymore that I dealt with twenty four seven for two years. And I was just so grateful at that point. I mean, number one, grateful for my chiropractor at the time, who just truly, I feel my life worked miracles on me because I could not have imagined continuing my life like that. And that quality of life was decreasing. And I was in my mid-20s, so I'm looking yeah. down the road saying, what's my life going to be like in 10 or 20 years with this? And this man literally just changed my life in a matter of a few months. Wow. And so the the symptoms or conditions of this were like a constant stabbing pain in your chest. That's yeah, right? In my case, it felt like someone had a knife shoved right through my sternum at all times. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so finally to wake up after after two years of, of looking and searching and, and attempting to cure this thing and wake up one day and say, it's gone. What an amazing feeling that had to be. 
Oh, absolutely. Which is really what took me on my the leg, the next leg of my journey in life, which was you know you know getting interested in becoming a chiropractor. Well, and it's such a you know it's it, we always hear the your your greatest obstacles become your greatest opportunities in your life, and that is certainly one of the things that I I always encourage people. I've seen it in my coaching practice with people over the years is that when they're faced with some great challenge, it is opening up a pathway for them to live in a, in a greater, more meaningful, purposeful way. And I've seen it over and over and over. And, and I just want to share with our listeners who are facing challenges right now that there is hope and really looking at what I call the seed of grace in the difficulty. Um, I really love being able to look for the seed of grace in every difficulty in order for people to really understand that there's purpose behind, you know, the challenge that they're, the, that they're facing, the challenges that they face. So what a, what a great story. Yeah, and that's so absolutely true, Fee. And one of my mentors, and I don't know the exact wording, but I'll paraphrase him, has has always said that, you know, no problem or challenge presents without a potential solution. Yeah. That's just like what you said and how you utilize your coaching with people. It's like you have to identify that problem first to then help develop that solution for them. And it's so true that it works that way. Yeah, and it always does. It's really amazing. So now that today is tax day, give us some of your best methods for reducing or eliminating stress. I know you said that that engineering school was stressful, but chiropractic school was even more stressful than that. So you certainly have seen it, you've lived it, you've experienced it. Give us some of your best uh, methods for reducing and eliminating stress. Well, some of the top things for me is I, and I start my day with a morning affirmation every day, and I have yep. a written affirmation. I, it's written out on a piece of paper. I read it every day, and it just really sets the tone for where I want my day to go. Um, sure. If I don't, you know, as someone once said, if you don't plan your life, someone else is going to plan it for you, and they don't have much planned. Yeah. So I, I want to plan good. my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so utilizing affirmation, I meditate right after that every day. So I take anywhere from sometimes it's three or four minutes. You know, I don't do an hour meditation every day. It might throw, or it could be 10 or 20 minutes if I have more time on the day. And just really get myself centered, do some breathing, think about my family and some great things that we've done lately and, you know, maybe what's coming up in my week and my day and, and some of the new patients that I may be seeing. So I really want to put their their thoughts in my mind and really just get centered with that. And it just really kind of just relaxes me and working on my breathing. Um, exercises, everyone knows exercise is a great stress reducer, but the big thing is finding exercise you like to do. You know, yeah. if you don't like to run, don't go run. You know, do something different like lift weights or go biking or, you know, walk your dog in the park, whatever that may be. Those are great things to do. Sure, um, sure. One of the things that we do around our house, we started this lately, is we do family fun day. So we pick it on a Sunday and everyone gets a turn to choose what they want to do for that fun day. So it's something that it's somewhat, it's fun for the person choosing it. And the other three are kind of like, well, what are they choosing? You know, there's kind of that little bit of a mystique and some, some surprise involved with that. So we get to look forward to that. And, and we have really enjoyed it lately. And it's kind of a little bit of a joke in the family that, you know, you know I'm going to choose cleaning the garage as my family fun day and they all have to do it with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, good one. Way to get way to involve those kids and get the garage clean. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how oh no, it's dad's turn again. Yeah. yeah. 
That's good. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that we love to do is we love to eat around our house. We love food. There's nothing uh, that we love to do together more than to have food, but we do it with good, healthy food. You know, it's so great to be able to cook together. And my wife is teaching my kids how to prepare foods and, and how to really understand the benefits of eating whole foods and real foods and then be able to participate in that as a family. I mean, what a great thing to do to help relieve stress and kind of let the day just sink away and forget about it when you can do stuff together with others. Yeah. And and as you know, Doc, I'm a huge uh, foodie and a huge whole food mom. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is to have teenagers, because my kids are teens. I'm actually, Jake's almost 20 now, which blows me away. But, um, but I, I love introducing kids to things that they've never had before. And I've done it over the years. I've, we've had okra or jicama or kohlrabi. And sometimes they don't like it. A lot of times they do. And it's just really exciting for me to expose kids to things that they may not have ever had before. And, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a big meal over here on Sunday. We had a bunch of kids over and fed them well. So um, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite things to do as well. And I, I really believe in you know, using food as a medicine, because as you know, I haven't ever even taken an aspirin in my life, and I'm still here to talk about that. And I, yeah. so I'm, some, I'm someone that does uh, know and believe in natural health and natural remedies, and I really feel that people can be empowered to uh, be, take responsibility for their own health. And so I know that's what you uh, engage your patients with and, and really your mission and goal with your patients is to do just that. So um, I, I love the, the food concept and the food ideas. Any, one, any favorite food out there that you really like to prepare and, and have with the kids? Um, you know, one of our favorites is our, my daughter makes an awesome homemade guacamole. And, you know, it's so good with the great fat in there and, you know, vegetables and raw onions and tomatoes and garlic. I mean, so she's becoming a little chef on her own, little Sienna, and we just love to eat it, period. So she will make it multiple times a week if, we, if we're looking for that. So that's probably one of, the, one of the ones that we'll all just dig into before we know it, the bowl's empty. Yeah, I love making guacamole. I kind of make it by the bushel full here because uh, we have we have big eaters, as you know, Doc, in my family. These my kids love to eat. Um, we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break here in a minute, and um, I'm when we come back, Doc, I want to talk about the conditions that people can look to alleviate with the help of chiropractic care. So. Uh, Keep that question in mind, and we're going to take a quick break. Thanks for listening. You are listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. 
Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Happy Tax Day, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Fee Mazanke, and today I am joined by... Dr. Greg Schulte of Schulte Family Chiropractic in St. Charles. And before the break, we were talking about um, using whole foods to eliminate stress. And uh, I posed the question to Dr. Schulte about other conditions that people can look to alleviate with the help of chiropractic care. And I know you have a wide array of them. So uh, let's just uh, talk to the listeners a little bit, Dr. Schulte, about what types of things chiropractors can do and uh, I know a lot of times people just think that you know it's for back pain but there's so much more involved and I wanted to kind of share that with the listeners today. Yeah I mean everyone knows that you know people come to chiropractors for the back pain and the neck pain and the sciatica and things such as that but what many people don't know is that we help people that have things like allergies and asthma uh, digestive troubles Um, I've helped people with sleep issues uh, migraine headaches fatigue, you know, female hormone issues, things like that, or people come to see me all the time for because they want a natural approach and they want to know, okay, this is really overstressing my body and it's affecting my life and I want some way to help get relief and get support to become more well. Yeah, definitely. So there's so many, many things that you've seen in your practice and so many different uh, conditions that you have. Uh, successfully alleviated. For those people that are really curious, like yourself, about why does this work, can you explain a little bit, without obviously without having the visuals here, why does chiropractic care work on the body? You know, it's, the concept is amazing. You know, I mean, our bodies are self-healing and self-regulating. I mean, everyone knows that. You know, we don't have to think about, you know, how many times to take a breath. We don't have to think about how many times our heart beats. It just happens. So those things run on their own. But what most people don't know is that's completely controlled and regulated by your nervous system. And that's where chiropractic works, is that the spine is what houses the nerve system. And if there's a misalignment in that spine, it can detract from that function of the nerve system, and then things start to slip and slide downhill. And next thing we know, 
We've got signs and symptoms, and all these things are happening with us. Chiropractic's goal is to realign that spine by doing an adjustment to the spine, bringing that back in, into movement in the position, and allow that nerve system to work again and fully function as it's meant to be. And once that happens, off the body goes again, back into healing mode. Yeah. And it's amazing how quickly it does happen, too. Oh, absolutely. I've had people that have actually got off my table and said, well, my sinuses opened up after that adjustment. I can breathe better. I mean, within a second of that happening. Yeah, it's truly remarkable. I know, I mean, as you know, Doc, I was raised in a family of uh, napropaths, my mom being a a doctor of napropathy, and, um, you know, very definitely similar in terms of um, their their method of healing, and they just use deep connective tissue massage and adjusting in order to make that happen. And I certainly know that, you know, sinus issues, one, two, three, can be cleared with that um, easily, And, and I've seen it over the years. My mom's been practicing forever and ever, and um, and my sister is also a practitioner too, too as an apropath. Um, one of the really interesting things, Doc, that happened to you at the beginning of this year is that you were you you got requested and and uh, involved in a mission, and this mission is about doubling the number of people who are empowered to receive chiropractic care, taking their own health into their own hands. Can you tell the listeners about this mission and why you chose to get involved with it and how you chose to get involved and what are some of the things that you're doing? Because I think it's a really fascinating story of what it is that you're doing to kind of get the message out of people taking their health into their own hands. Yeah, this is it's an amazing project. It was developed by a gentleman named John Butcher because he being um, an individual that started receiving chiropractic care a little over 10 years ago was amazed that the profound effects it had on his health and well-being, and he didn't even know about chiropractic. Uh, I mean, he had access to you know all different forms of health care and wellness care that he had researched his whole life and really was into health and wellness. But he never heard about chiropractic until he received his first adjustment, and he had a profound, such a profound effect on his life at that point that it became his mission to share chiropractic with as many people as he could. And because of that, and through through his personal experience, he has developed this program called Project Double, whereas the goal is, or actually is eight doctors were chose to participate in this, is to help double the impact of the health and wellness of their communities. You know, try and see how many people can we really reach out and help them understand how they can take control of their health. It's all them. And then how we can help them as wellness providers in the communities that we practice in to really understand how their body works and what they can do to regain their health back versus trying to, you know, try and mask symptoms with powerful drugs and potions and lotions that may not be doing anything to help them. We want to get to the underlying cause and teach them how to live that healthy life because it can be done. You know, I have people every day that come to my office that are living proof of that. And and I know you were one of eight doctors out of 50,000, is that right, in, in the United States that were chosen? Yeah, there are about 50,000 chiropractors in the United States, and I was one out of the eight that were chosen to participate in this project. And, you know, we basically submitted, you know, our application to the doctors, and we were chosen to do this, you know, based on different demographics. And they wanted a very diverse cross-section, completely across the country. We've got East Coast to West Coast and everything in between. 
and we've got different types of practices, you know, that are involved in this. So it's, it's quite a diverse group. Yeah. Well, and congratulations. And I, I'm curious because I want to share with the listeners some of the things that you're doing to reach out in the community about um, this mission and, and empowering people uh, to take charge of their health. What are some of the things that you're doing? You know, some of the main things we're doing is we're going out and just doing health and wellness talks or doing talks about stress and things like that where people have heard the words before or they want some information, they just don't know where to go. So we're we're going out into businesses and, and talking to them and answering their questions and, and handling their concerns right there live on the spot about, you know, what kind of direction maybe they should be going for their health and wellness. Uh, we've done some fun things like we did a smoothie workshop, so, you know, where we had people come in. We actually showed them how to make healthy green smoothies and we had another one, too, that was kind of more of a pink color, some, some berries, but that tasted good, that their kids would eat, which is key to smoothies. You know, you want to make sure the kids are going to participate. Um, yep. And we're just full of high-density nutrition. I mean, I know you eat smoothies all the time yourself, and I think they're wonderful. I, I certainly do. I like to start my day off with a, a smoothie, although my green ones um, are all greens. There's no fruit in them, so they, they're not, you know, the greatest tasting. I, I don't share mine with others, but I do put fruit in, t- uh, you know, to have my daughter and my husband eat or drink them, whatever yeah, we want to yeah. say about it. Yeah, but it Absolutely. is such a great way to start the day with um, nutrition-packed, uh, a nutrition-packed, you know, drink that you can start your day with. And I, I know that's certainly something that I uh, thoroughly enjoy and adhere to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Along the same lines, last week, it was interesting, I had a friend uh, that stayed with me for a few days, and she was someone who suffered from migraine headaches for years and years and years. And I think it's been about two years now she's been eating a gluten-free diet and hasn't had a migraine headache since that time. We've, we've talked quite a bit about the whole foods concept and in- introducing this whole foods concept uh, in order to work hand-in-hand with chiropractic care to take care of the body. Um, tell, us, tell us the effect that foods actually have on our bodies. Well, you know, food is, I mean, it's what we're made of. So it is such a profound effect. And I did a workshop recently to a mother's group, and we talked about, are you what you eat? So it was more of a question mark. So I tell people, it's like, you definitely want to be getting good whole foods because your cells are made up of it. But the bigger thing, too, is like, are you actually absorbing all those whole foods that you're putting in your body? Are you utilizing them properly? So we really had a great workshop about that because it can be a profound effect. Somebody like your friend's case, where they eat gluten and it causes inflammation and it triggers a headache reaction or a migraine in her case, that could be debilitating. They can take days off of every one of her months that she's living because she could be trapped in bed. Whereas she figured out what her body really likes, what it doesn't like, and you feed it, and all of a sudden your body is functioning like it's supposed to because you need the right food and all the right components. And Mother Nature did a great job of putting those all in the earth for us. But the more we process it, the more we take those nutrients out, and we just make the food pretty much what I would label as quote-unquote dead food. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of nutritional value. And they have to actually try and put nutrients back into it to get it even close to where it was when it came out of the ground. Yeah. You know, it's amazing uh, because I I certainly don't take any of this for granted at all. Um, I just get so amazed by what is so accessible to us and how nature provides for us. And th- what's interesting is I learned this a long time ago from my mom. Um, 
you know, that there are so many things out in nature. For example, we've had this just incredibly difficult winter here in the Midwest. And it has an effect, you know, on our bodies, our metabolism, on everything. And so, you know, pretty soon, as soon as we as soon as we get rid of the snow here, we'll be seeing the dandelions pop up. And most people will pick the dandelions and think that they're weeds and very annoying. But they're, you know, it's it's their dandelions are actually purifying and uh, so valuable. And so these are some of the things that people need to start to understand that there, there's a reason for everything. And it's all laid out there. And if you just look at it and research it a little bit and bring some level of awareness to the fact that there's perfection in our world. And, um, you know, the dandelion is, is a great liver detoxifier that, you know, I started drinking dandelion root tea recently just because of the winter that we've had. So it's such a wonderful, amazing thing. And I don't think enough people really truly understand what is available to us like that. That's just one example. I don't know if you have any others like that. Well, you know, I mean, there, there are so many great things out there, and you look at, you know, any of the green vegetables, you know, the kales, the chards, the spinaches, and all of that stuff, you know, that some people, and especially kids, like, I'm not so fond of that. It doesn't taste so great. Mm-hmm. But they are some of the highest density nutrients you can find of anything on the planet. And yeah. you really just get such a nice broad spectrum of that that it really fuels your body. And like you said, coming out of winter like that, you know, the winter doldrums, you know, are people like, oh, we can't wait to get out of it. You know, we get moving and you see the earth start to wake up as we get outside and all these green things start to sprout again that life starts to come back in it. Well, that green color, which we're so attracted to, is, is so prevalent in health and everything in our bodies that we need is right in there in a great little package. And all we have to do is eat it, put it in our bodies and digest it and the way it goes, it turns it into energy again for us. Yeah, and I always like to look at it as food is fuel. And so what kind of octane are you putting in, in into your body, you know? Is it high? That. That's awesome. Yeah, is it a high octane fuel or are you putting low level octane in there? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't think many cupcakes have a lot of high octane in them. <laughs> they may think, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, they do taste good, but yeah, not a lot of not a lot of high octane in there. And there are some good substitutes for it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what would you say for people that are out there, for our listeners that want to take a step, what's a, a good first step for people with conditions who want to change a health condition that they have? Give us like a, a simple, easy step that people can empower themselves to take. Well, the number one simplest one is very obvious, but it has to be committing to yourself that you're ready to make change. And that's it. Because if yeah. you're not ready for that, it doesn't matter what kind of health care practitioner you go see, it's not going to have the effect that you want. Yeah, and I know definitely. that you're very familiar that with your coaching and what you do with your clients. I mean, that is probably one of the biggest things you want to identify is like, are you ready to make that change? And then if they are, great, then it's time to go ahead and move forward. Yeah, really good point, definitely. I mean, if people aren't ready to commit to themselves, the change will never happen. I mean, it's it's... In my practice, what I say is you really have to love yourself enough to be able to say, I'm going to take this next step for myself for that purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Doc, what would you say are some of the most dramatic changes that you've seen? I know you've witnessed some major changes in your practice, you know, it, with people in your practice, with patients. Um, what are some of the most dramatic ones that you've seen over the years? 
you know, I've got a couple of great things, and you know, I've got a story I'll hit on with this, and I'll try and you know keep it concise for you. But you know, one of the more recently, the patient this last week has told me that her blood pressure has dropped significantly just from getting adjusted. She has not changed anything else in in her lifestyle other than that. Is that right? Wow, amazing! Yeah, yeah, to the point where her doctor actually is helping her wean off of her medication, which is fantastic. You know, her doctor's ecstatic for her. Wonderful. Um, you know. People that have type 2 diabetes improve because they can improve their eating and their diet with our whole food nutrition programs, and they help to understand the food and the fuels used, uh, the octane they're putting in their body to, to help improve that. It's great. Um, but probably one of the biggest things I've seen in my practice is a little boy that came to me a couple of years ago with verbal and motor tics, and his mom and dad had taken him everywhere, and they just they didn't know what else to do. And when we evaluated him, we looked at him, and we really focused on what was going on with this. This little boy wouldn't look at me. He had a high anxiety. He was five years old at the time. He wouldn't look at any adult. He looked at the ground all the time. Um, he didn't sleep well. He verbal and motor tics constantly. And the parents were kind of at their wits' end. They just didn't know what to do with this little boy because they had tried everything and were just really hoping that he would grow out of it, but it wasn't happening. It was really affecting their whole family dynamic. Sure. Um, and the changes that occurred with him is unbelievable. We're two years out now with this little boy, see, and he is integrated back into the classroom with all of his peers. You would never know he has any challenges at all. He's completely acting a normal little boy. His quality of life, his self-esteem is through the roof, which, as I know, you work with people on that. Um, he is so confident in who he is and not shy or afraid of being around other people because of this condition that doesn't present itself anymore. And it's just, it's utterly amazing and very rewarding to have, you know, conditions like this that, that clear up when you can help make the body healthier and things just kind of go the right direction. And especially for a child, you know, I, I know how difficult it is as a parent to have your child not, you know, not well for whatever reason. And, um, what an amazing turnaround and, and story. And by verbal verbal and motor tick, what do you mean by that? What, so what's involuntary, the... involuntary movements and involuntary sounds would come out of him uh, at random occurrences. Got it. So sometimes, you know, 20 or 30 times in a minute. Yeah, got it. And so all of that has been completely eliminated. Yeah, I'd say he's about 98% at this point, and his parents are just ecstatic. You know, I mean, it's, it's the little boy that they expected to have, and, you know, they, they loved him either way, but it's so much easier on him and his life to not have to be worrying about whether they're going to pop up or show up at any moment. Yeah, wow, what a great story. So many wonderful opportunities uh, for people to, you know, to look at different ways and methods to be able to treat these things and and these symptoms. We are uh, going to take another quick break, and you're listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee, and my special guest today is Dr. Greg Schulte of Schulte Family Chiropractic. Thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? 
If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Fima Zanke and joined by Dr. Greg Schulte today. And we're talking health and wellness today. Doc, uh, when people think they have to go on an elimination diet, sometimes they get upset about it, uh, about the drastic change that they feel like they have to make. How can... And how do you uh, help people to understand that changing the diet is not really as difficult as it seems? Yeah, you know, a lot of people fever, they'll look at an elimination diet, and the word elimination is just this, this bad connotation to them. So we try and approach it two different ways. Number one, it's baby steps. It is taking things one step at a time at the level that person can handle it at. If it's too fast, I tell them, let me know. If it's too slow, let me know that too, and we can speed it up for you. I mean, that's, that's huge right there. Um, the other thing, too, is not so much eliminating, but what can we add in to fill that, quote-unquote, void that they might feel if they're taking something else away? So mm-hmm. if someone, you know, if we're looking at trying to get wheat out of their diet, and we're saying, okay, we're going to eliminate bread and grains and things like that made out of wheat, what else can we do with them? What can we figure out? So we figure out ways and find other recipes where they can add in similar-like products that will taste good and are healthy for them but won't have the things in that we're trying to cut out. Yeah, and I know one of the uh, great recipes that you have at your office that you shared with me was the um, was was bread made out of coconut flour, and um, I make it and just change it up. Um, you know, I've changed up the recipe quite a bit to be able to do that um, because I've been doing gluten free for the past nineteen years, and um, so. I'll just throw in different things into that recipe to make my own little uh, loaf of bread. And I've had, again, because we oftentimes will have kids over here eating, and I've had many kids that have had, um, you know, the different types of bread that I make with coconut flour, and they absolutely love it. And that's so fun for me to, be able, again, be able to share something. It doesn't have sugar in it. It's naturally sweetened, and it's made with coconut flour, so it doesn't cause the inflammation. And I got that from you. So I know you do share a lot of recipes in your practice, and uh, I certainly do appreciate that. 
Yeah, we're kind of like a little test kitchen here. I, my front desk staff, Becky, loves to cook, and she experiments. So she usually uses a – she tested on me and Marcy here in the office, and uh-huh. we're more than happy to eat. So she yeah. – we like to eat. <laughs> yeah, let Becky know that uh, I, I'm also very happy to eat anytime I come in, too. <laughs> I miss the smoothie thing. I think I was doing a radio show thing that day or whatever. I, I know I was working that day, and I couldn't even bring Alexandra in, but she came back and said, hey, we had smoothies there today. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier, Doc, that as part of your, your routine, you have affirmations and you meditate. I, I believe in this uh, very wholeheartedly. Um, it's cer- certainly something that I encourage my clients to do and encourage all of our listeners to do. Um, tell us the benefits of that and, the, and that habit that you created. Um, how did you get started in that? And what are some of the effects that you have seen as a result of doing that? You know, I honestly don't remember how I got started, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with my wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leslie. She's, Leslie did that, huh? Yeah, she she's she's really up on things, and she loves to research and find out stuff. And you know, when you're when you're starting a new business and you're growing it, there's always, I mean, a lot of stress and things going on, and a lot at once. So it just basically came down to I needed to get centered at some point in my day, and I didn't want to start the day, you know, sprinting and end the day sprinting. I needed to have something that's going to ease me into my day and let me get centered on it. And as you and I, you know, know, and we've talked before about this, that really just thinking about, you know, your day and, and your life and the people around you and, and, and being grateful for all those good things, it's unbelievable, you know, how it really shifts your day. And I have a friend of mine, he was meditating three times a day for a while, and he just said some amazing changes occurred because he just focused on, on all the great stuff in his life. And not that there isn't some stuff that gets thrown your way that's, you know, a curveball. That's okay, but it'll help you to deal with those things so much more. The stressors that come at you are, are much more manageable when you're focusing on more of the good and less of the bad. Yeah, definitely. Gratitude is such a powerful emotion. And what's amazing about gratitude, and then that's what you've, you've said, and I've heard you say here uh, over the um, throughout the interview is how you focus on that gratitude and your family and all the things that you are grateful for. And it's so powerful that that becomes the boomerang where you start your day. And so the boomerang that you're throwing out is one of gratitude and appreciation. And that certainly comes back. And um, it's just a really, really powerful way to start your day. So I, I definitely, um, want to encourage people to do that and if you don't know how to start or what to do just start with gratitude it's the easiest way to start you know yes i agree for you and every day i list the, the people that i'm grateful for every day in my life and it's different it changes all the time you know i just want to focus a little bit on them because of things that they've done for me helped me with or just being who they are in my life yeah yeah i was watching an interview the other day and um he, uh, the person that was being interviewed said, it's not about you. <laughs> and what a powerful statement that was, too. It's really not about you. And when you take that emphasis off of yourself and put it on others, again, it, it, that becomes the boomerang that comes back to you. And so you're taking the emphasis off self and putting it on others, and it always just comes back automatically to you. 
One of the things that I admire about your office is that you do have a terrific staff and dedicated team in your office. And um, since we've got so many business people that are listening, I wanted to ask you about some of your team building ideas on hiring and maintaining your staff and communicating. I mean, you guys all seem to be on the same page, focused on your mission within the practice. Can you share that with us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've got awesome staff, and we have a great time here. Um, One of the keys, I think, to any staff is that you need to find people that fit your business and your life philosophy. Because that's not something you can train in people. You know, if they don't believe what you believe or they want, they want to follow that same mission that you're on, then that's going to slow you down or hold you back. And, you know, Marcy and Becky are both right on board with me. And, you know, we, and we get along great. Um, you know, I, I have complete transparency with my employees. We're just out in the open. And we have a rule in here that, you know, we can sit and speak about anything and the other person can't rebuttal that. You know, until that person's done and gets to speak their mind. And, you know, we don't have to do it often, but every now and then something's just on your mind and you need to get something off your chest. It's a safe environment, and everyone has to know that that's a safe environment to work in um, for us. We so giving them a voice, yeah. Wow. Giving them a voice, absolutely. They're part of the team, you know. Um, and, and they have a very important role to help me to get to my mission of reaching out and helping more people improve their quality of life. It's so important to do that because they, everyone wants to feel that they're part of a team. You know, we all want to do that in life. Um, and that's why I really want to empower them to be, and they have a voice. They run my staff meetings. They run my trainings. I'm there to assist, but their job is to run that. So they definitely have a, an important role around here. And we train weekly. So we are definitely going over things um, every week. I mean, on a, so I'm going to back up on a daily basis. We recite the purpose of the practice together as a team, and we, we talk about what our goal for every patient is, and we talk about our vision for our practice. And we do that every morning before we see any patients at all because we want to get our heads in the right space before those people walk in our door because we love and care for them. We want to give them the best us that we can. And sometimes, you know it, the day might not be going the direction you expect it to, but that helps us get recentered. And one yeah. of my all-time favorites, see, is food. We always involve food in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we bring, you know, we bring healthy treats to our staff meetings. And you know, who wants to really sit down in the meeting? Most people don't want to sit down in the meeting. That's not fun. But you know what? If you have some healthy treats and you can have some camaraderie with that and maybe talk about the recipe and about the experience of making it, it makes it so much more fun. You know? And I don't care if you have two people in a meeting or if you have 20 people. It's possible to do these things. You, know, you just have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, and I know uh, you you talked about stating your mission, and you do have a, your mission statement beautifully displayed in your office and reviewing it with your staff on a daily basis. What a great tool for our listeners to do in any business that they may be involved in. Um, just share with our listeners what your mission is and how you evaluate that mission being fulfilled with your staff, because I think that's it's a great little um, approach to take for again for anyone in any in any type of business. Yeah, I'll, I'll share with you both my purpose of my practice and my practice vision, and they're very brief. Um, the purpose of my practice is to, is to profoundly affect the health of families in my community for generations. Um, and then my practice vision is for my practice. My practice is a community destination for those who seek a healthy lifestyle and an amazing quality of life. And really, how we measure that is like, are we helping families? Are we seeing, you know, the parents bringing their kids in, you know, and helping them get well again, giving them another way to help get healthy in their lives? Most people don't understand there's another way, and we are it. And we 
constantly talk about that, how we can help more people, how we can serve our patients better. And we talk about our patients because we love to talk about our patients. They're great. You know, they're, they're why we are here. Without them, we wouldn't be here. Right. So we want to do all we can to serve them better. They certainly are your customers, obviously. And being of service is, is something that I feel when you are of service to the people that you are in business with, and in your case with your patients, when you can know that you're there to serve them, that really does build your business into a very effective uh, practice. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really evident with your team, too, you know, and, and having your mission and your vision clearly stated, it's right on the wall as soon as you walk, as soon as you walk in the door, and reviewing it daily with your staff, um, as well as giving them a voice and giving them a purpose and a tie-in to, you know, how they fit into the team and how important they are. Um, th- those are some great ways to have those people on your team and on your staff really uh, continue to, to be able to serve the community as, as well as you guys have. Yeah, and, and it also ties into our theme about stress here today because when we have a vision and a purpose that we're working towards, our days become so much easier because yeah. we can handle the things that are thrown at us because we know we're doing something bigger than that. Yeah, because it's not about you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of stress, these days we do see children under stress and, and we see it building more and more and more and some of the damaging effects of that stress. What are some of the methods that you use for children who are under stress? Well, one of the, I mean, obviously chiropractic care is huge with that. I mean, if they've got areas in their spine where they're not functioning well and they've got nerve interference there, that's going to affect how their body expresses health and life and we can help them with that. That's one of the single biggest things I see over and over again when I see kids that are having, you know, different stressful conditions going on in their body. Um, food's the next one. You know, what are you putting in that body? You know, are you putting, like you said, that high-octane fuel in there? Or are you putting in foods that we know that there's not a single ingredient on the label that we can pronounce? You know, uh, there's nothing, if you can't read it, if you don't know what it is, if it's not made by Mother Nature, you probably shouldn't put it in your body, really. Yeah. Um, and that's a big one. And you look at schools nowadays. Some of these schools are actually catching on. They're starting to eliminate some of the bad foods out of the vending machines and putting healthy choices in there, which is, is thank goodness, it's about time. Um, you know, we really need to, kids, they're the future generation. If we don't teach them and help them and take care of them, where is it going to look in 20 or 30 or 50 years from now? Yeah, um, definitely. It's yeah. big. It's yeah. very big. And, then, and you know, with your kids, too, exercise is huge. I know you, both your kids are fantastic athletes. Yep. Just getting out and moving the body, you know, being trapped behind the screen all day long is terrible for us. And if we can get out and move and have some fun and have some teamwork and some camaraderie, things like sports or involvement in sports is so much more than just the athletic activity itself. It's that teamwork and that, and that friendship building and that long-term relationship building that helps us to alleviate stress and creates those good feel-good hormones, those endorphins that we all just love so much. Yeah, and exercise is certainly great for that, as well as um, I was reading the other day how uh, doing an act of kindness increases endorphins and really helps build the immune system. thought that was fascinating. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, 
really quick, we've got to wrap up here. I just wanted to uh, just ask you one final question, and then I'm going to wrap. What's one step that our listeners can do to empower themselves to greater health? One quick step, and then we've got to wrap. One step is, I think, to me, setting down and writing out an affirmation for yourself, what you see your life looking like, and reading it every day until you truly make it part of you. It's a simple thing. It'll take you 30 minutes to write it out, and you can read it every day in less than that. Beautiful. Thank you. I also want to offer our, our love and support from myself and our listeners to my friend Kim, who's in the hospital holding back from going into early labor with twins. We send you our peace and strength, Kim. For our troops and first responders, especially those who demonstrated great compassion last year during the Boston Marathon, uh, we give you our thanks and our gratitude from our heart to yours. I want to uh, thank you, Dr. Schulte, for being a great guest today and empowering our listeners. And to our listeners, I'm so appreciative of your support here on the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you send me your boomerang stories. Uh, I want to hear from you either via email or on Facebook. Uh, Make sure you share your wonderful boomerang stories, and I hope and set intentions for all of you to have a positive, boomerang-filled week. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you, Dr. Schulte. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.